dear Lord Heavenly Father. Let's impact another leader today. In Jesus' name. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to the We Are Leaders podcast. Broadcasting live from New York City. I don't know where you are around the globe, but I pray that you're having a phenomenal week. I pray this week has really been teaching you more about yourself. Today we got a special message. I had something planned for you all, but I said, you know what, today I just want to talk about my experience. After my 14-day no food fast, I was convicted to feed at least one homeless person daily for the remainder of the year, for the rest of my life. (laughs) And today was a special experience, very special experience. I got two examples of watch how you help. Watch how you help. And this is very important because if you're a leader listening to this, many of you all like myself, we just love to help any way we can. We'll sacrifice our last dollar in order to help somebody out. And today I learned a valuable lesson to watch how you help. Leaders, after this message, if you felt this has affected you in any way, you know I only ask for one thing. Share this message hit that share button take two seconds to hit the share button wherever you are and that's going to help this platform grow exorbitantly we need more leadership messages my leaders watch how you help today i was prompted to not go to the forum the building that's founded by the barack obama foundation over here in new york Partnered with Columbia University. And I went to a different coffee shop, a place called the Coffee Bean. It's a unique coffee shop because anytime you order a coffee, they give you a free donut. <laughs> and my leaders, if you know me, you know I have a thing for sugary donuts. By the grace of God, how am I in the best shape of my life? Nobody knows. Leaders, today at that shop, it was interesting because as I was going to dive into uh, my Bible study, and I'm thinking, okay, God, what chapter do I get in my Bible study today? Is it going to be, do I finish out Jeremiah? Do I jump into Hebrews? You know, or do I finish my Corinthians? And I didn't know where to go. So I said, you know what? Let me just kind of sit here and let me be still. I get interrupted by the lady who works at the coffee shop. This place is called the Coffee Bean. If you Google Coffee Bean, that's where I was at. And she approached me really because I came in there with a coffee from across the street from one of the bodegas. I was not supposed to have that coffee in there. I wasn't aware. And literally, I had to buy a coffee at the shop. This is significant because this kind of distracted my focus. It got me out of this rhythm. 
So when I sat back down, a, a gentleman came up to me. And mind you, in this story, I'm going to have two examples of why it's important that we watch how we help. Because we'll, we'll get cues and we'll get signs in the midst of helping someone that will help us really gauge how we should do this. You know, if you're in a leadership position or a leader role, or you consider yourself a leader. You know, one of the greatest examples is Jesus, you know, showcasing servant leadership. And so this is this is an important message, my leaders, because we, we need to continue to serve the best that we can. And I'm sitting there and a gentleman looks like he's from from Thailand. He comes up to me. He's kind of like he's very fidgety. Like he's going through some type of anxiety. And he comes up to me and he's like, man, um, can, I, can, can, can I use your phone? Can I use your phone? And I tell him, oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Let me send this message. I was sending a message via Instagram messages to a close friend of mine in Houston by the name of Olivia. Part of the worship team. They do phenomenal work down there in Houston, especially on the north side. And I was sending a message. And as I push send, boom, he comes again. Can I, can I, can I use your phone? Can I use your phone? I'm like, absolutely. So I have him sit down. I put the thing on speaker. I dialed the, the number, like a 646 number. We click it one time. Nobody picks up. And he's like, can you, can you call again? Can you call again? Can you call again? Can we dial again? Just one more time. One more time. Nobody picks up. He's kind of fidgety. He's like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He gets up, goes across the coffee shop and sits down. And I'm there. I'm in my thoughts. Because I kind of feel something like, oh, okay. You know, I typically go out and I feed at 10 o'clock. But I'm aware now that God is going to send me people in different ways, more than just the people who I deliver food to just to showcase God's love and somebody cares. But I always know God's going to send me something. It's probably going to be a different way that I got to impact, that I got to influence. And this was one of them. After five minutes of waiting, the gentleman comes back. He's like, can we call one more time? You know, he was supposed to be at the shop. And, you know, he's not here. He's not at the shop anymore. You know, I just, he's not at the shop. And I'm just, at that point, I call. And this guy picks up. He gives a different phone number. The guy picks up. And he was like, man, yo. Yo, who's this, man? Think the guy was Colombian. Who is this, bro? Who is this, mate? And the guy's like, I'm, I'm over here. I'm over here at the coffee shop. Um, um, he said, Oh man, I know. Um, I'm coming, man. What do you What do you want, man? Oh well, you know, I just, I just, I want this. Uh, the, 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 the cotton, the cotton, the cotton. Oh, okay. You want cotton? Okay, okay. I got you. I'm gonna be there, man. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna get that cotton for you. He's like, okay, I'm okay, I'm around the corner where we're supposed to meet, you know. So they hang up. And 
I give him a dap. He goes over and sits down across the coffee shop. The reason this is so significant in Watch How You Help is because something hit my spirit. And something hit my spirit to ask, and that's why I put this on speaker. Good thing I put it on speaker. To Google, what is cotton? I already didn't have a great feeling about this, but still, I wasn't going to turn this guy down from helping. I gave this guy the benefit of the doubt. You know, if I needed to use somebody's phone, I would hope somebody would allow me to use their phone. But I didn't know he was going, he was trying to get cotton. Now, mind you, I didn't know what it was, but I knew that it wasn't something good. So I had to go online, Google, and cotton, if you look up cotton, it's some type of drug. Some type of drug. It's not good. Like some syringe. You can Google it. You can get into detail. I'm not going to get into detail about that. But just know that it's some type of drug facilitator. Um, some drug. That's all it was. And so I'm thinking, dang, I'm helping this guy out. And dang. This guy is trying to buy some drugs. <laughs> I'm like, dang, Lord, please forgive me. But sheesh. And so he comes, well, not even yet. He comes back, and this is before I Google cotton. Like he comes back, and he asks me, and I recognize he was fidgety. So I told him, "You just called him." He stated he's coming. I said, "You need to learn how to be more patient. Remain patient." And he's like, "Okay, okay, okay. I'll be patient. I'll be patient." He goes across the coffee shop, and this time, something convicts my spirit because the coffee shop is about to close. And this is where I know, okay, man, maybe this is somebody God is calling me to speak to. You know, out of all the people in the coffee shop, he he came to me. Literally, there's a woman to my left, two gentlemen to my right, you know, another three African-American male to the further right. And then there's the shop itself. And he just felt prompted to come to me. I thought, like, oh, this got to be God. <laughs> you know what I mean So I get up I leave my coffee After I finish eating my donut And I go towards him And I just ask him I said why are you um, I said is everything alright He said yeah 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 yeah. Can I use your phone again I said no You can't use my phone again The guy he's most likely gonna come But I said is everything good You know you just And then also I said I'm not gonna let you use my phone Because you just Used it to get cotton now mind you i didn't imply that cotton was a drug or anything but he got mad he said he was like yeah you know just 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 cigarettes just that's it you know just a pack of cigarettes that's it he said and so i kept asking him like no you're getting more than a cigarette that's what you're not this is not a cigarette and he implies mind y'all he talk. He's he's saying, "Oh, no, I, I, I've never done heroin. I never done heroin." I said, "I never said you did. <laughs> I never said that's what you were doing. You just implied that." He said, I, "I'm starting to feel real uncomfortable about you know about this conversation. I'm, I'm I'm about to go outside." So he goes outside, and I I follow him. I follow him, and I tell him, I "said Look, there's certain people that come in your life that are here to help you." You know, and I, I'm sincerely asking you, 
Like, what do you need? What do you need help with? I'm here for you. He's like, man, I'm just, you know, I got family. I'm just down $80 and, you know, you know, the guy, he's coming over here to give me $80. And so first he lied about the fact that this guy was bringing him cigarettes. Now he's saying this guy was bringing him $80. The beauty about the situation was the fact that the guy never came. In fact, as I confronted this spirit that was in him, this weak spirit, um, he fleed. He fleed. And the transaction never happened, thank God. But what I recognized is even in that moment, even though I confronted it and it fleed, and the good thing is that he fleed, I think I may have came off way too strong. Like He wasn't ready to be confronted about the issue. But the thing is, you know, helping somebody, you never think that in helping somebody this way that this is going to be the outcome, you know. And I recognize, I said, dang, God. I could have handled that a little better. I should have put myself in his shoes. But something convicted my spirit. I think I was a little angry that this guy used my phone for cotton. Or was attempting to get cotton. And so, that was the first example of watch how you help. And I could have been a little bit more helpful. Because I learned this. I said, you know, I'm not going to do this. If I see another person today, I'm not going to. I'm not going to confront them in that way. I'm going to do what I typically do when I open up and I empathize with people. And mind you, boom, I go to the McDonald's over here in New York, like the Harlem area. I sit down for a minute, get my messaging. This is like my communication period. I got to take time to communicate with people via social media. I treat my social media like an email. So I don't check it throughout the day, but I check it through certain uh, periods of the day so I can just keep communication alive but I end up going to that McDonald's and literally that's what happens the spirit leads somebody my way and boom immediately this guy was a drunk was a drunk and legitimately he was literally every step he took he was wobbling he, he fell four times that night and he was just drunk literally just nobody cared he didn't care about nobody but for whatever reason he allowed his this his spirit was prompted to just talk to me and i people were avoiding him they were scared i'm never scared of these people i'm called to talk to god know the spirit is with me you know these people just open up and he started to open up as we talk. Mind you, he's drunk. He's wobbling. I legitimately have to walk him across the street. Not that he asked, but, I mean, these, these New Yorkers, man, they drive reckless. I thought Houston, I thought people in my city of Houston couldn't drive. New Yorkers, let me tell you something, y'all. They got it. <laughs> they drive like the people in my country, Nigeria. And me and Winn-Dixie, this is his name, he's talking. And I said, I'm, I'm going to approach this one different. I'm just going to listen. I'm just going to give him the love of God through listening, almost like a prayer. Just listen. Let Allow him to release and legitimately, y'all, when I tell you, he just started to stand. He stopped, he stopped falling. He was just standing. And he started to talk. And he started to open up. And he started to confide in me.
And then he started to he experience a sense of love. He started to consider me a family member, a brother. And the beauty of this is in loving somebody, allowing people to release and open, this stuff started to heal him. I said, wow, okay, God, I, I see what you want me to do. Talk to this guy and just kind of help him sober up a little bit and just release certain things that he's stressed about. I said, man, why are you drinking so heavy tonight? He started to talk about his relationship issues and it was a very deep, profound conversation that led him to trust and open up and hear what I had to say. You know, hear what God was about to say through me and disconnected with me. The moment I said, I, you know, he asked me what I'm doing. And this is why leaders, we got to be, we got to set an example. He's drunk out of his mind. And he asked me a question. He said, man, and it's raining. Mind y'all, we're out there in the rain. And as he's drunk, taking in the words, and he's open now, starts asking me questions because I was listening long enough to even to show that I care. He started asking me questions like, "Man, so like, man, so what you gonna do tonight, man?" I said, "Well, you know, every night I around this time, I'm you know, you see these, I'm about to go to the gas station and get like a care bags together, like feed like three to six homeless people." He said, man, you finna do what? I said, yeah, man, I finna go out there and I'm finna feed like three to six homeless people. He said, nah, 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 you finna do what? <laughs> and he was just, he was so flabbergasted. He was like, man, you finna do what? He said, man, I, I respect that, man. I, I feel you, I feel you. And I kept saying, yeah, man, you know, some people run up on hard times and I've been there and, you know, we just got to show people we care about them. You know what I mean? We got to listen to them. We got to take time to hear them out, see what they're going through. It's very important. You know, you may be going through your problems. I may be going through my problems, but somebody today didn't eat. Somebody's going through something worse than you, even though you're drinking right now, you're drinking your problems away. Somebody right now is starving, hasn't eaten in days, and, you know, we're going to go out. We're going to feed somebody. He said, man, what? You finna do what? <laughs> he, kept, he kept saying that. Like he was repeating himself. He was drunk. But you can see his spirit was convicted. You know, we think that many people when they're drunk or in, in high, they can't connect with anybody. But now it's through those times where a lot of times they're more impressionable. And you really want to talk to them at that point. You know, sometimes that's the only time they're going to listen to you. He said, man, you finna do what? He said, what made you start doing that, man? Word. Word, man. And you, man, dude, you, you, you a good dude, man. And then he kept looking around. He didn't trust anybody. He was just paranoid. Who that? I'm like, no, nah, he's good. He's good. He said, he said, man, I don't trust anybody, man. It's all I said, man, when Dixie, man, you know, I'm about to go. I got to go get this care package. I'm about to go deliver him. But it was a pleasure talking to you. And mind you, I thought he was done. But as I walked away to go get the care package, you know, today I gave out bananas and chips. Three, just three. Bananas and chips. God, you know, lead me to whoever these bananas and chips, you know. Lead me. Show me where they are. 
you know, banana because banana holds the stomach very good. And, you know, chips, something to snack on tonight. I wasn't at my other location, so I wasn't able to get them the hot cookies from McDonald's. But I was led to a first dude named Anthony. Boom. Then another dude named Jimmy. But once again, as I was creating a care package and I got out the store, I saw Winn-Dixie again, literally drunk out of his mind. Everybody is dodging this guy, like avoiding him. I'm like, man, yo, Winn-Dixie about to get hit. This dude, if I don't, literally, if I don't, like, talk to this dude and have him sit down somewhere and, like, sober up, he said his house is around the corner. I'm like, literally, this dude is about to get hit by a bus or something like that, God forbid. And literally everybody was avoiding him, but I went up to him. I said, nah, y'all ain't got to be scared of this cat. Like, I went up to him, and he just sat down. He said, I need to sit down. I need to sit down. And literally, we talked for, like, almost an hour after that. And so he saw the care package. He saw the bag. He's sitting down now. It's raining. It's pouring. And we're just talking. He's when Dixie was a great soul. He just wanted somebody to hear him out. He wanted somebody to listen to him. And I told him. He said, "Man, what what are those bags?" I said, "Man, this is this food. I'm about to go deliver and give out to some homeless people." And he said, "Word." And ironically, a homeless dude passed my very. Path right in front of my conversation with Win Dixie. And I looked at the other dude and I said, Hey, hey, here you go. Take some food, man. Take a snack. Got a banana in there for you, too. That guy's name was Jimmy. And Jimmy walked off. He said, Man, appreciate it, man. I said, Absolutely, man. Stay warm tonight. I look back at Win Dixie. And Win Dixie is just, he's like, That's what you doing? Word? Oh. <laughs> He was just so inspired that like he got to see it. He got to see it. And we just start talking and he just, that's why leaders, we got to continue to set the example and watch how we help. This guy was just so influenced that he helped me kind of see a bigger vision for Believers Paradise, this nonprofit organization um, for the homeless and people who, you know, been locked up, can't get a job. It's like, he helped me see it more of how I want to do it, how I want to help, you know, help them make money, what type of programs I want to kind of start to, you know, help these guys get their mental and their mindset correct, first and foremost, you know, anything I can do. And it just, it was such an impactful night that it made me recognize, damn, watch how you help. Like how I helped the first person was way too aggressive. He wasn't ready for that type of approach. Many people most likely have approached him that way. And I think about God and how God, God doesn't approach us like that. God hears us out. God listens to us. God lets us fail a few times. And always God has the door open. Ready to help you when you're ready to be helped yourself. And I remember mentioning the nonprofit and he was like, Man, I want in. Like I wanna I wanna help. And I just thought to myself, dang. Some way or another I could find out how to get some of these homeless people paid, you know, income. But then now I wanna help them like how can I coach these people, create a program where these folks will learn 
and change their mindset. And I recognize the the power of empathizing and caring for people is going to be a, one of the big roles that, that really play a huge part. But I say all that to say this, leaders. Watch how you help. I could have did a better job on that first person. Now, granted, that confrontational moment led to him not getting the cotton, which is great. He did not need cotton that night, $85 in debt. He definitely didn't need to be spending his money on drugs to cope with the pain of not having that money, especially having an entire family. So even though I did it a way that I wouldn't want it, want it to have done it, he still fleed, and maybe that's how God wanted it. But this next one, I recognize, I'm going to empathize. I'm just going to show love. And my leader, this is very important. We need to continue to watch how we help and listen. Listen first, you know, especially if you're a carer. You're one of those leaders who care. It's not jumping at every opportunity to help somebody. Because we think that's what we're supposed to do. Maybe we need to discern. First, you know, there was a person from Nigeria who's been hitting my Instagram up and basically wanting me to do this embassy thing so she can come to the States, the New York. Young person, no money. You know, doesn't know anything about the rent here, the lifestyle in New York. Part of my heart wanted to help. She was so persistent. But what I recognize is I'm not going to be responsible for you not knowing what you want to do out here, how you're going to survive. And, you know, so I had to it was difficult for me to deny that, to be honest. It was difficult for me to say no. But my heart kept saying, you got to nah, she needs to know more information about what she wants to do and how she wants to do it. But don't. Put somebody else in trouble because you want to help them out. So leaders need to ask for discernment on how to help. And a lot of times we get that discernment through listening and understanding somebody before we just, hey, here, you know what I mean? Here you go. That's what we do to most homeless people. Hey, here's a dollar. Here's a dollar. Hey, some farms don't even need the dollar. Just give them your ear. Save your money. Give them your ear. And that's going to help them get their own thoughts together. Like, this is a psychological thing. You let people release psychological air by listening to them. And within that session of listening, they actually, this is science has proven this, you end up solving problems through venting a lot of times. Give people an ear. And my latest, I'm going to close this one tonight. Watch how you help people. It's very important. Because this is going to play a huge role on how effective you can be at serving people moving forward. Let's pray. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you in Jesus' mighty name for giving us the opportunity to tune into this We Are Leaders podcast today. Father, I had a different message in mind, and I just thank you for guiding me to talk about how to help people, giving us the heart to care, and because we have the heart to care, we empathize better. Wanting to be in other people's shoes. Father, give us a spirit to want to jump in to other people's shoes before being so selfish and greedy for our own gain. Let's 
start understanding where people are coming from, why they're struggling, why they're addicted to drugs, why they're drinking all the time. Like, what kind of stress are they going through? Why they keep stealing from people? Why they keep abusing their spouses? Let's open up our hearts to empathize. And Father, give us a spirit of patience. Part of empathizing requires patience. Some, sometimes we're moving so fast in life, God, that we don't really have the patience. We're trying to find the patience. And we just, we want that peace that can only be found in your presence. So, Father, give us the strength moving forward to care for others and help people correctly by first understanding what they actually need. They may not need that dollar that we have to give to them. They may not even need that advice. They probably just need somebody to care, somebody to listen, somebody to bring out the answer that they've already had inside. Father, today, the homeless man had the answer inside as I started to listen to him. And he committed to doing it once he said it. <laughs> the foolishness of listening to somebody. Oh, God, help us to care better as we move forward in 2019. And guide my leaders who are listening to this podcast today. Guide them. Allow them to be more impactful servant leaders. Help us, Father, feed one person daily. Care for one person daily. Give our ear to one person daily. Give our time to one person daily. At least minimum as we move forward and continue to run through brick walls. Guide us and lead us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And my leaders, take the time out today. Watch how you help someone. And I'm a firm believer that your life will be changed. We out. Mwah.